So we are back at Slam headquarters, yeah. the Kaz and Vic show, yeah. episode two. How's your phone looking? I feel like your phone's been going off. My, my metrics have been a little nuts. What'd you the do? Past What'd you do week. now? I mean, uh, I did I did a lot of things this past week. Uh, we had our, our show Flaring 2 and Lisa Annals on the show, the, the goat Whoa. of whatever you think she's the goat of. <laughs> but now we're back on Slam. It's the second episode of the Kaz and Vic the show. The real media Kaz. My God. <laughs> Yo, screw all that, man. Shout out to everybody who subscribed, who told so somebody love. about the show. So much who love. Who shared it, who tweeted it. Got a lot of positive feedback. Sorry about the audio issues. Hopefully this one's this better. One, this, got... one, this one is good. Shout out Slam for yeah, you know, being Sl- great with yes, it and fixing yeah. it. We um, listen to you. We take all your feedback and stuff. Yeah, I told you guys, man. And, at you know, me. Just at me. Absolutely, Be respectful, man. but at me. <laughs> big facts. Big facts. But yo, so you have had a, a pretty... Man... Pretty intense week yourself, man. T- talk to me about it. Man, yeah, so the, so the podcast dropped. That yeah. was great energy. And, you know, I thought, let me go into the weekend, chill, relax. But it's never, you know, this energy that's really hard to do what I do, mm-hmm. it always goes back to, it's never, hey, Vic, listen, we're doing this in a few months. We would love to collaborate with you, see which players we can bring in, yeah. what brands we can collab with. Yeah. You know, let's plan this out. It's never that. <laughs> nope. It's always, hey, we're shooting this tomorrow. Boom. GQ. Boom. This app. Boom. This player. Mm-hmm. Okay, guys, I'm down. This looks dope. When do you need it for? Tomorrow? <laughs> like, But you're clout on Vic, man. Like, it's, it's light work for you. Like, Vic. that's wow. not, you don't need, you know, most people need man, like weeks and I, weeks to get I through these to, things. Yes, but you know, it's hard. Like, oh, I said Monday, I'll go shopping for myself a little bit. I haven't done that in a really long mm. time. And of course, it's like, ooh, Kuz is going out of the country. He needs shoes. Boom. Mm. I went and picked up shoes for Kyle. Shout yeah. out Kyle. Shout out to Kuz. Shout out Friend to Kuz, man. That's Kyle my Kuzma. guy. Shout out Kuz. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, his guys, Vin and Jamar, they're great. Shout out my guy, Sean Abushemi, for mm. coming through with the shoes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's always something going on. It's a lot of fun. Got a lot of things happening. Man, it's hard out here for a Vic, man. I tell you this It's much. not it's easy lot. to be us. It's a, <laughs> it's a lot for you, bro. Like, I, I get it. You know what I mean? Oh, and, man. It, and I love that you're, you're doing this show with me because a lot of people just kind of see the finished product on social media they see the hype shit, and they man. see the hype b stuff they don't understand like exactly right everything right, that right. you do and like how much culture is involved in the game yeah like you shoot something every day yeah you, know? you got you got stuff going on everyone yeah. always wants your opinion on things it's it's nice slam likes my opinion so that's why we're here shit, that's, why we're <laughs> here. that's what we do what we do absolutely but... and, I, and i like slam the most so you know screw oh, everybody else oh mm. wow wow mm. <laughs> I respect the game over here at Slam. Respect the game. Always. Speaking of the game, what do we got first? Oh, we got a lot of topics to get into today. We got AD back on the trade market, so we're gonna we're gonna pitch and catch and see if the Lakers, the Knicks, the Celtics, who's got mm. the best trade package to pick mm. out? Rich uh, Paul, what you got for us, Rich? Yeah, man, LeVar Ball is back in the news, talking some Lakers stuff, talking about the balls or whatever. Shout out to Big Baller Brand all day, every day. You already know, support black business. You already uh, know what it is. <laughs> DeVar DeRozan had a great interview with Taylor Taylor Rooks. Rooks. Shout, shout out, out to Taylor. Friends, you know what it is the show, Taylor, Taylor man, she's great at, at just having conversations. For sure. She's very easy to talk to. She's very debilitating, so I get it. Hell yeah. Um, we got, there was this really crazy story about Kawhi and his trash talk that we're absolutely going to pick apart. And uh, board man, board man, <laughs> board man gets paid, board man, board man, and plenty of other things. But 
before we get all to that, we must shout out Himalaya because if you're listening to this podcast and listening on any other platform, we hope. Matter of fact, we know you're we listening know. To, to Himalaya. We believe. And you know why we know you're listening to it on Himalaya? Because it's free, it's easy, it's to, easy use, to use, and every single podcast that you love is right there. Or if it's something that you want to get into, something new, all you got to search for it, boom, all you got to do is go to Himalaya. They got great categories. You got your favorites. Absolutely. So if like, you like music podcasts, sports podcasts, politics, whatever it is, Himalaya's got it all. So shout out to them. But mainly, mainly Kaz and Vic's show. Absolutely. <laughs> shout out to all the podcasts on the show. But most importantly, shout out to everybody Kaz listening to the Kaz and Vic show <laughs> on Himalaya Media. All right, so... Who we got? What Top we got of the first? list, man. Uh, the brow is back on the market, man. David Griffin, uh, well, Shams tweeted that uh, David Griffin has officially started listening to offers for the brow. This Anthony Davis. week. So what do we what do we think about that? I mean, we know this is happening. We yeah. know he's out. Yeah. I mean, you don't want to you don't want to uh, you don't want to mellow yourself. You don't want to Paul George yourself. You don't want right. to try and... Uh, well, I guess it worked out for Paul George. But in other cases, you don't want to you know, have a disgruntled star player. You know what I mean? And you got this possibly generational talent coming to your franchise. And you know your star player is disgruntled and doesn't want to be there. The last thing you want to do is keep somebody there who doesn't want to be there. Right. So they're testing the waters right now. They've had some meetings, right? We, we heard... Mm-hmm. Her the, reports. Mm-hmm. Sources say that, you know, this meeting happened with Rich, with David Griffin. Mm-hmm. So it seems like they're getting on the same page. Yeah. Right? Something, something's moving. Something's shaking. Uh, Knicks? Knicks, <laughs> Lakers. I mean, you know, it's, it's funny because, like, you know, a lot of people would think that you win the lottery. You got a guy like Zion Williamson who you're going to pick with the number one pick. And you think a guy like Anthony Davis would want to stay there. And he's still the, like the towers. It could be the towers. Out, yo, like I would want to see that. Like, even, granted, you know, I wanted him to come to the Knicks. I wanted, you know, Zion to get that. I mean, the the number one pick to fall to New York. But like, and listen, my boy Julius Randle is on that team, and he's that's a lot of forwards. Listen, it's a lot of forwards. It's a it's a lot of it's a lot of tall guys who do what they do. Yeah, you know? so. lots of lots of lots of combo forwards. There's a lot of positionless basketball going on in New Orleans if they don't make a trade and Anthony Davis stays there. But you know, you got the Lakers out there with a pretty decent package they can give. The Knicks out there with a decent package. I only say these are decent packages because you're never going to get equal value for a guy like Anthony Davis. Like he is on his worst day the second or third best big man in the world. You know what I mean? And, like, now, you know, you got the Lakers who will probably involve, you know, Lonzo, Brandon Ingram, the number four pick. I don't know how I feel about that. Some future picks for Anthony Davis. That's hard for me. See, that was the hard part in February, too, before the trade deadline. I just, I was just like, let the kids do, like, leave the kids out of it. I like you the know? baby it's Lakers. Hard. It's hard for me as, like... We've we see we see how much time these guys need, like mm-hmm. D'Angelo Russell, right? Like D'Lo's only like twenty. Yeah, he's barely twenty four. You know, just turned twenty three. Yeah. you know, in February. So it's like, what? Why? Why do you, you want to even be, touch that? You don't want to. You don't want to screw yourself again if you're the Lakers. If you trade Lonzo Ball to a exactly to a team exactly. and, and he blossoms into exactly. another All Star. But you know, guard. I know, I know my NBA Twitter people, my Laker tw- Twitter peeps. They feel like anything for Anthony, mm-hmm. right? So, 
Here's here's my yeah. thing. I feel like the Lakers are more desperate. They're the more desperate of the teams to get Anthony Davis because they kickstarted this whole thing. Like right. you know, and you need and when we need Braun to win. You now. got Bron doesn't have time like five years to sit there yeah. and wait for Bronny James. Yeah, you're to not going to wait through. for Bronny James to come to the league and none of that stuff. Like I guess that's what you're waiting for if you don't get anybody. And at the same time, if you don't get a star next to LeBron, there's rumors out there that like, yo, Braun is out. Like he didn't sign up for all this, you know. So if they stri- if they swing <sighs> and, and miss on Kawhi, Clay, KD, Kemba, Kyrie, and Anthony Davis, listen, my boy. I'm just gonna say I'm gonna shout out Jared Weiss, my boy from the Athletic, covering anything and everything, mm-hmm. mainly the Celtics. But he just went to Japan to have a sit down with Kemba Walker. Ooh. And his piece, his feature is great. By the way, you should all go read it. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared, you know, report had a sit down, had lunch with him. Mm-hmm. And Kemba says, listen, that's all I know. That's the, the one team I know. So for now, yeah, I, this is, this is my mindset. My mindset is that I'm, I'm staying. Mm, well, the grass this is my town. They say the grass is always green on the other side, but some sides don't even have grass. You know, right, so like right. I get where he's coming from, and Damn, also you do MJ so- like that. Yeah. Hey, listen, <laughs> I know that's it's a very nice thing for Kemba to say, but it's also nicer to hear when you're eligible for a supermax when you made an All NBA team, and the Absolutely. difference between 180 plus million to 200 plus million is a lot. Mm-hmm. Is is for for us for us just watching like oh why don't you go to a a team like LeBron James take 180 million and you know win some games possibly play for a championship. That's very easy for us to say. Because we've seen guys do that, you know, take a pay cut and, uh, you know, join forces with other talent. And Mm -hmm. that's worked out for them. Mm -hmm. But again, with a young guy like that, like everyone just wants to see Kemba prosper and flourish. Yeah, yeah. Like I was I was definitely on the free Kemba train watching those Charlotte games. Same. Balling out. I hashtag the shit out of that. Just come my God. Just like just shouldering that load and just being in a market where nobody's watching. You know I mean? They had the all-star game that year. He became an all-star. He was all NBA this year. He had a career year to contract year. Obviously, you saw his so. reaction when he found out he was an all-star when they told yeah. him, Oh man, that was one of my favorite things. This, yeah, this season. man, I, I, I get it. But, um, you know, uh, speaking back to Anthony Davis again, uh, the Knicks have a pretty intriguing offer as well because they have the third pick. You think they'll 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 shop that? You think they're they're really gonna put that out there to teams and people around the league? Listen, if you can get Anthony Davis, you get Anthony Davis. Right. <laughs> and I love I love the potential of RJ Barrett. I love this game. I think his his game is tailor made for the Garden. Mm-hmm. I love the Fizz kids. I love how they're all nice and young. And if they swing and a miss. On Katie and Kyrie, like, I'm not one of those people that think it's gloom and doom for New York if they don't get Kevin Durant. Like, I like those kids. And if you get R.J. Barrett to be one of those kids, like, the, the, the next young blue chip prospect, you know, like, you even with KD next year, you may not win the title. Even with Kyrie next year, you may not win the title. So, at least if you're building to something, if you're building some sort of consistency, if you're building a culture in New York City, which is which God knows they haven't had you, for the You longest. definitely want to build it around a guy like Anthony Davis. You do. You do. But I was, you know how I was at that draft? That 2000, what was that? 2012, I want to say 2012. 12. That Anthony Davis was drafted. It was, it was, the garden was under construction mm. and Barclays wasn't done yet. Mm. So I had to go to Bumblefuck, New Jersey. <laughs> Newark. I went to Newark, y'all. It's a Prudential Center. Let me, let me tell you something. Uh. <laughs> Any jersey ever 
somebody's wearing it in that place. Like <laughs> it's, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It was my yeah. first one. It was a lot of fun. Mm. And I remember the hype around Anthony Davis. So, so how did Davis look? Then, like he looked excited to be a pelican, or I guess there were horns. He was, back then, he's, right? he's more of a you know, he's a guy that you can tell he's more introverted, mm-hmm. he's inside his head. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you know him, he's fun, you yeah. know. But I just feel like you know, seeing the growth that he's had, he's such an impressive player, yeah, all, all around impressive player, yeah. And great guy right yeah. he keeps Every, that's, himself, that's the one thing everybody thing. says about him like you know? he's, it, it was it was so it was so weird with the with the with the with the trade demand that he was so because he's always he's always said and done all the right things by new orleans you know what i mean like he's never been like we've seen star players want to leave a team he still played hard he carried that team he's carried he carried a lot of players that probably wouldn't make it to the playoffs mm-hmm. on other teams two healthy runs like they gave the 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 super warriors some pretty good games it was a gentleman sweep but like anthony davis balled out you know and uh that wasn't easy thing to do especially when they lost boogie a couple seasons later and they still they went on that run and carried that team you know um it'll be interesting it'll be very interesting i do think i i think i i honestly think and this is not me being a homer Mm -hmm. i honestly think the knicks make the most intriguing package because of R.J. Barrett and you got Zion Williamson. And if you're going to lose a guy like Anthony Davis that is that good and that talented, why not rebuild from the ground up with two superstar freshmen who are already used to playing with each other in Duke in a brand new city with a bunch of nice young pieces? Like, that's Wherever he goes, man, the one thing I'll say, you know, he's had some injuries before. I just hope he stays healthy. Yes, that's the one thing. he maximizes what he's got going on. That's the one thing. But, you know, you you mentioned Kyrie real quick. Like, Mm -hmm. just one minute. Let's talk about Kyrie. Because Stephen A. Smith just said that he heard that the Nets are are Kyrie's main priority. And Kyrie got in, I I believe, on Thursday or Friday Mm -hmm. of last week. He Uh, went to the uh, Joshua Ruiz fight in the garden. Um, you know, he was out here in these New York streets mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, I, I heard that he'll be staying for a few weeks in mm-hmm. New York mm-hmm. and he had that Instagram post. So what, what do you think would factor in with the Nets for Kyrie to, to, to make that his decision? Here's the thing about Kyrie and most free agents with Durant and Kawhi and Clay and a lot of these guys. You could kind of get a read on where they may lean. I can get a read on Kyrie for nothing, dude. Nope. <laughs> like, nope. He is a very, you know, intellectual. Uh, I hate to. He hates the media. Media. I will say I, that. I know that. I know that. But he's he's not. He, not everything is what it seems when it comes to Kyrie. Right. He right. talks in riddles. He's a, he's a he's a, he comes from the tree of Kobe. He comes from the Mamba Academy. So like, not everything. Time is, is a circle. Yeah. Space. He's definitely like if I was like if I was True Nike, Detective season five. Make it happen, <laughs> Kyrie and Katie out here in New York. If I was Nike, I would run back those Kobe system commercials when he has like all the celebrities. In You're the, welcome. In the, in the row when he's like more. You need more. Like, I could see Kyrie being that guy. So, when we've seen Kyrie linked to so many teams in the past couple of weeks, I can't get a read on him. I've I've seen him linked to the Knicks, linked to the Nets, linked to the Lakers, going back to Boston and running it back with those guys. I have seen him linked to everything. So, when he talks about getting a read on some player, he's the one guy I can't. I'm, I'm, 
I'm it's Ray Charles to the we, bullshit, bro. Like I can't read him for nothing. <laughs> we don't know. We nothing don't know at all. But um, speaking of Lakers, oh, surprise, surprise, they're still in the news despite not ever making the playoffs. Always. Your man, LeVar Ball, a.k.a. the GOAT Daddy. You love to love us. I love to <laughs> love him, bro. Undefeated, never lost. Never was lost. on uh, Undisputed yesterday morning with Shannon Sharp and Skip Bayless. And, um, what do you say? So apparently, you know, if this wasn't anything extra to the dysfunction of the Lakers organization. LeVar Ball claims, and I trust everything LeVar Ball, so that comes out of LeVar Ball's mouth because he's never lied, he's undefeated, never lost. He said that the Lakers under Rob Palenka and Magic Johnson promised LeAngelo Ball a spot on the Lakers even if it was in the summer league. Quote, uh-huh. one of the things that they told me is we keep family together. Ball explained. Now, if you want Lonzo to lead this team, why don't you get a piece that works well with him, which is his brother? You got to get Jello first. You at least got to give him a chance to play with Lonzo. You should have at least getting him in some of these. I thought they were going to take him with the last pick. <laughs> Sir, the lie detector detected that was a lie. <laughs> Let me that, tell you something. That was a lie. Where's Mari? Get Mari in the room. <laughs> Listen, man. No, that that. So, yeah, so that didn't happen. Yeah, first, first mistake LeVar Ball did was trust Rob Palenka because if there's anything we've learned in the past two, three weeks is Rob Palenka will say anything. He is an agent, by the way. You know, it's, like It's it, that game. He's a top dog in that game. He plays the game, bro. He says what's got to be said to get the job done. And if saying that Leandro It's a ladder Ball, of chaos. Thanks. It's a, it's, a, it's a game of thrones. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anything we've learned... You thought the show was over. No, show, not at all. Show but goes like, on. Back to, back to house Lakers, house bus, house clutch, Butch, uh, and house, house, ball, house big baller brand. Uh, if there's anything we've known about uh, LeVar is that... I mean, uh, about Palenka, is that he'll say anything to keep... To, to get what he wants. And if he had to say that to LeVar Ball to, to keep Lonzo him. happy, right. to keep his star point guard or his rookie, his young point guard happy, he probably said it. And, you know, if Magic Johnson said, hey, this guy be lying, and I quit over that type of stuff because, you know, I didn't like the way that things were going down, I think he was right. I think he was right. That's the one thing. That's the one mistake LeVar Ball made, bro, was to trust that man's word. Yeah, you know, he's a dad, and I don't feel like Goat, the, he's not a dad. He's the goat. He's dad. the goat daddy. A Pharrell coined, coined him the goat daddy. Goat daddy. And Pharrell is the goat as well. So I'll never say. You know, I don't think I don't think a lot of the criticism Lavar gets is fair. Mm. If I had three sons that all balled out, I would ride hard for them. Man, too. listen. He, you know, it is what it is. He so. is people. People give Lavar ball shit all the time. Let me tell you something right now. A no dad like you could pull ten. Random dudes right now. If they say, "Hey, you and Lavar Ball switch situations right now," they're doing that shit in a heartbeat. You can't. That is a fact. You got Lamelo, who's gonna be, who's going to be a first round pick. He could go play in fucking Iceland. He will be a first round pick when he comes out. Lonzo Ball, lottery pick, Lakers point guard. Where he goes, who knows? But we all know that the future is still bright for him despite the injuries. Absolutely. Leangelo, a fringe. Maybe NBA player, maybe G League guy, definitely a professional ball player somewhere. So he'll still ask, give you buckets, though. Everybody I, talking shit. Listen, if Le, and I said this before, if Leangelo Ball was six nine, 
He's in the NBA. Right. He's in the NBA. He's a guy who can get a bucket. He's just he's just built weirdly. You know what I'm saying? Like Lonzo is the perfect prototypical type of like point guard for the NBA. He just kind of got, you know, get a little bit more consistent with his jump shot. LaMelo has, you know, shot up to six seven out of nowhere. And still has the same point guard skills. He's, he's gonna 17. Be a that is the crazy thing. he's a baby. He's, se- he's only 19, Jason Tatum. <laughs> he's a baby. <laughs> he's a baby. So I, I would switch. Uh, if I was a daddy, I would switch sides. Yeah, with. so that, that part I have no problem mm. with. But what, I mean, it's a little concerning with when all this stuff is just being aired out. Mm. Like every day there's something else. You know? It's like, oh, oh here we go again. Someone says something about how Palinka you know, lied or something shady, sneaky is going on. Mm. I just feel like that's the business. Most of the time we don't hear about it. We don't see it much. Listen, listen, it's the business. I'm not saying that the Lakers aren't, you know, like (laughs) bad at it. You can say you (laughs) can say I know it's hard for you. You are a Lakers diehard. I get it. It's hard, man. It's like every day I wake up, I was like, oh shit. Like I just I just get mentioned. Did you see? Oh man. Like what? You know what you remind me of? You remind me of the Grand Theft Auto me and the Oh shit. Here we go again. Here we go again, man. It's like I I don't know. I just hope I just hope going into free agency. Please, everybody, just, like, clear your minds, you know? You know what's funny, though? Despite all this, I still think they're going to get somebody. Oh, we we getting getting somebody. You getting somebody. (laughs) Like, nobody's turning down that much money to go play in Hollywood with LeBron James. Someone's taking that. Someone. Who? We'll find out in the beginning of July. Avenue on Saturdays. <laughs> Shout out to uh, we going to Poppy on Saturdays, man. Poppy and was it Saturdays, Poppy. Delilah, Thursday, Delilah's. Delilah's. Oh, I don't know. Goddamn. Shout out to my man we Duke, man, Mister Poppy over there. Um, Shout out to Taylor Rook. She had a great interview with uh, DeMar DeRozan. Very, uh, very insightful. Deep, you know deep, what I mean? Like yes. she gets people to open up on uh, take it. Was it take it there? Take, take it, it there with, with Taylor, Taylor Rook on, on, uh, Bleacher on Bleacher Report. Report. Talked to DeMar DeRozan. And here's the quote that stood out mm-hmm. uh, from that interview. Um, DeMar said, I probably said this only to my inner circle, but if it wasn't for all the years and groundwork, groundwork I did before, then none of these things would have been possible. Talking about the Raptors success. Um, Yes, I fought, I sacrificed, I pushed the limits to where I had to be the sacrificial lamb. You just get to sit back and understand, like, you are the reason so many of these things were even possible. So, DeMar, who is Mr. Toronto, like, even more so than... You know, like LeBron? No, more so oh, <laughs> LeBronto. LeBronto. Uh, I mean, like when you look up the numbers, man, like DeMar DeRozan is Mr. Toronto, even more so than Vince. Maybe not as much as culturally, but like he's been there. He's their most. He's the best player they've had since in this decade. Yeah. At the end of the day, it was him and Kyle Lowry, mm. the two best friends that anybody could have. We're the two best friends that, that anybody, anybody could have. have. Yep. So, you know, in the back of the car singing that shit. But yeah, yeah that's, I believe he, he alludes to that as well, mm-hmm. you know, in there with that quote. You know, him and Kyle kind of just started all of that with Drake, too, coming in. Do you think he has, do you think he has a reason to be salty a little bit? I don't think he, he watches all the success right now and is super happy about it. Mm. But I think he's happy for Kyle. I think he's yeah. happy for the city. I think he's happy for the fans. You yeah. know, at he's, the end of the day, they held him down. The fans held him down. Absolutely. And, and you know, mind you, 
They traded him for Kawhi Leonard, who at worst is a top five player. And Toronto was still mad. They were like, how are you going to give up on our guy? Like, DeMar's right. our guy. Like, that's how passionate that city was. And to, to your Kyle point, he did say, uh, quote, people got to understand that my best friend is Kyle Lowry. So I'm rooting for my best friend to do well, to accomplish something we try to do all those years. He has the opportunity to do it. To all those guys on that team, they know I'm rooting for them. That's the thing. If you play with someone every day, someone you're friends with, someone you're close with, someone that your kids or your family is around, mm. you know, I don't think there's ever any type of saltiness mm. or, you know, like, damn, I wish that was me. Yeah, yeah. You know, I feel like he's genuinely, he means what he says. Absolutely. You know, what he told Taylor there. And I'll tell you this, man. If I had to go from Toronto to San Antonio, I'm being salty. Have you been to Toronto? You seen a woman in Toronto? Toronto is my lit, god! Lit. I love the six, bro. I love the six, man. Like I used to, I used to be a hater. I watched a lot of wrestling. I thought was, and I watched a lot of wrestling in South Park. So I thought like Toronto and Canada was like whack. And I went to Toronto. I'm like, you guys lied to me. Like this beautiful woman, the food is here. They got Carabana. Like there's all these racially ambiguous people. It's like a nice melting pot. It's like it's like a more Caribbean New York. You know what I mean? As far as like a more big, Caribbean New York, yeah. book your flights now. And people. Caribbean, yeah, and it's pretty Caribbean in Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> um, nah, I'd be tight. And then you got to go to San Antonio and Ugh. the Riverwalk. I've never been. I've never been. Chase Serrano says it's great. I don't know. Shout I've, out been Chase. To, I've been. To, I've been. I've been in San Antonio during my WWE days. Like I went. To, I went there a couple of times. And like it's all right, but ain't no Toronto. Ain't no Toronto. Ain't I no mean, Drake there. there. Ain't no Drake over there. You ain't got no anthems. You ain't got no running through the six of my woes. Ain't no San Antonio records. You kidding no. me? Y'all got nine million NBA championships. Ain't nobody made a song about San Antonio ever. Nah, we've got in San Antonio is a uh, bunch of old people and uh, bad jeans. <laughs> Some Wrangler jeans. Like the first thing I did when I got to to San Antonio, I was like, damn, I see why Charles Barkley rings on the city all the time. It is boring as hell. Charles Barkley also, I mean, Chuck Chuck has said some wild shit he about Tim. He absolutely has. And Have you, you know seen what? the big women there? He said something like, like that. Yo, and listen, listen, yo, San Antonio, bro, I ain't gonna hold you. There was some heavy set joints out there. <laughs> oh <laughs> like, my God. Charles wasn't exactly lying on that. So all women are beautiful. All, no, yes, <laughs> yes. All women are beautiful. In their own way. Yes. Yes, they are. Shout out Chuck. Krispy Kreme Donuts. Shout out to my man, Chuck. Um, speaking of the athletic, you just talked about your boy who just did a great story on Kemba. Another really cool story that came out of there was the oral history of Kawhi's very unique type of trash talk. Born man, born man. <laughs> Can I do the shot? Born man, born man. Born man, born man. Born man, born man. Yeah, so a story came out, and you know, everybody knows Kawhi is very quiet, doesn't really talk much, very emotionless. He's more like the Terminator, the Night King, a very robotic type of dude. Apparently We've he did talk shit. Seen his thing. But apparently, back in his college days, he talked a little shit. A little, just a little bit. Talked a little bit of shit. And when I say he talked a little bit of shit, I mean that very literally. Very he literally. He's very little shit. He didn't say much, people. Uh, so Tyrone Shelley, who was a guard for him at uh, San Diego State, said, uh, most people say, like, oh, I'm about to get buckets on you. But Kawhi was like, buckets. Right? <laughs> just, just one word. Just and this is kind of buckets. like the running theme throughout the... Do you think, what do you think the volume of that was? Like, do you think he was like... Buckets, or do you think it was like buckets? Because it's not that I don't think. You I see, think it's like more low key, like 
buckets, bro. You see, that's why I think that's why I think he's so terrifying, you know, right? <laughs> because most most ball players they'll talk loud. They'll be that loud. That silent killer but when they shit. They silent. You know why they make mm. you silent? Because they make you listen. They gotta bring you in, and that's the shit that scares you, yo. Like I gotta tone it down then listen, a little bit. <laughs> listen, man. I ain't the loudest one in the room. Ain't the scary guy. It's the guy who's sitting there in the corner, just like twiddling his thumbs, like saying, "This is a board." This is a stop. This is a bucket. And then he gets the board, he gets the stop, and he gets the bucket. And yeah, you know, like, someone tweeted the, the screenshot of the quote and said, Kawhi's a psychopath, Raptors in five. Facts, facts. I think I might have been one of those people. As, as soon as I read that story, I was like, oh, yeah, Raptors in six. Oh, yeah. Raptors in six. Like, he crazy. Uh, and I, I, I'll continue reading some of these quotes. Uh, Shelton, who um, doesn't say the whole name, but just says Shelton, he'd be like, you're not scoring. You're not doing anything. Or he'd be like, no, no, no. And he'd just move his feet. Like also, as you, so but, like as you're trying to get past him, he's like, no. 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 And then no. and then and then when you do miss, does he just laugh? Uh, uh, <laughs> I've been I've been practicing the Kawhi laugh for a long time. Uh, that was that was that was too good, Kevin. How many times have you been doing that? Well, you know, practice maybe a hundred times. In front of the mirror or not? You know, no, nothing too crazy. Uh but yeah, man, uh Kawhi doesn't talk a lot of trash, but what he does, it's pretty scary. And speaking of Kawhi, he is suing Nike. Over uh, logos, logo, his logo, logo. If you've never seen his logo, it is a hand, his actual hand. Which you know, if you've been to kindergarten before, when you make a turkey, you just kind of trace your hand with a pencil over uh-huh. there. And he wrote his lo- his his initials, and then referred to uh, LeBron tweet a few weeks ago when he posted that, and everyone was like, "Oh, Kawhi to the Lakers." Oh gosh, oh, I was gosh. one of those people. Yeah, <laughs> you were. I bet you were, man. Gosh. But tamper um, season. A tamper season. First off, there's no such thing as tamper season with LeBron because season never ends. That would be tampering. We tampering. We be tampering. But um, what do you think about this, man? Do you think it's a it's a good look for Kawhi, especially now? I'm, I'm granted. I'm sure he's not the one who who filed the actual you know court documents. I'm sure Can he's. Can you imagine Kawhi sitting it. there in front of a like old old school typewriter? And just doing <laughs> like, this is ridiculous. <laughs> he's yeah. like, y'all took my logo, lawsuit. Yeah, no, you're not getting it. Board man, board man. <laughs> Signed, board man. Oh, man. Um, no, nah, but you know what? Good on Kawhi. Good on Kawhi. I'm Go not, with the big guys. Listen, listen, I'm all about... I'm I love all, Nike. Nike, Nike, I love oh, Nike. Oh, listen. We love Nike. No disrespect to Nike. Love to the, to the swoosh all day, every we day. We love New Balance, Continue to too. send me uh, free sneakers. And New Balance, continue to send me free stuff as well. But, um, <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm all about, you know, if, if Kawhi created this logo. It's fine for him to t- challenge it, to, listen, for his people to challenge it, for the brand mm-hmm. to make sure, like, listen, this is his. Listen, man, I'm all about black ownership. I'm all about owning your brand, owning your narrative, Absolutely. all that type of stuff. And Kawhi's saying, like, I created this logo. The claw. And He's the make claw. some money off this. Mm-hmm. Y'all, mm. and you know what? But if I'm a free agent destination, I'm happy Kawhi went for this lawsuit. Because you know Nike's not going to, they're not going to go to court with Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. They ain't going to do that. They don't want that bad yeah. look. They're just going to be like, here, here you take a couple hundred million dollars. We'll let this whole thing just go away. And you know what? That's a couple hundred million dollars that another team don't need. You know what I mean? They don't need to spend. So that, that, that you know, extra max money that you'll get for the Raptors for staying with your home team. Not that much of a difference anymore if Nike's paying the bill, huh? As Twitter Jay-Z would say, facts only. Facts only, bro. We, we can't even say facts checks only. over stripes. What the, what's the New Balance thing? 
and 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 B's over checks? Does it have the same? Does it have the same ring the ring to nope, it? Does it? No, no, no. But uh, but Nike Nike's been killing it with the ads lately. Oh, especially that football one was fire. With, I mean, uh, Nike always kills them oh, with the ads. Yeah, 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 I mean, yeah, they are, bro. Nike's Nike makes commercials that like puts like goosebumps on my 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 arm. I'm like, oh my gosh, this is. Like a speaking, movie. speaking of brands, mm. I'm wearing a WNBA shirt. Shout out to the dub. Shout out to, to w, w Slam as well. You know what I mean? The newly launched women's sports vertical women's basketball vertical on Slam. Hell yeah. I was lucky enough. Shout out Nike for inviting me. It was at the Nike headquarters, that WNBA draft. Mm. It was it was so great to see so many people there. Yeah, man. Like I feel like you feel the growth within the league right now, right? Listen, like, I'll be completely honest with you. Mm. I couldn't, I didn't even know what that culture was like. I didn't even watch it like that like five years ago. They're passionate. And then, and then it grew on me. They're it passionate. really did. I'm going to tell you I'm going to tell I'm you taking exactly. my little brother, my nine-year-old brother. He's like, oh, it's summer. Can you take me to a game? Yes, WNBA game. Let's go. Listen, I'm man, taking him. I saw, I watched a cu- the WNBA finals two years ago. I think it was the Lynx versus the Mercury. Oh, that was hype. You listen. That was hype. I don't care. Men's High school, college, what overseas, whatever. That was one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. Like I was just channel surfing too. Like it's it's the middle of the summer, ain't nothing really on. I ain't watching ba- <laughs> baseball. I ain't watching baseball. Like I ain't watching like preseason football. I'm like, all right, WNBA, and I'm a hoops junkie, and I'm watching it. I'm like, yo, these women are getting after it. And like, and we just have you know we just had a- Asia Durr and Kia Nurse. Shout out to with, Asia Durr and Kia Nurse with man. with signed with uh, with MJ with Jordan Brand. Shout out to MJ, the third, the second and third women to ever sign with Jordan Brand, joining Maya Moore. Maya Moore, the greatest. Yeah, that's the goat. And uh, Maya Moore's taking a season off this year mm-hmm. for the WNBA. So you know, Kia Nurse and Asia Durr are kind of like this is a great look. They're picking up the baton. They're teammates for the New York Liberty. Shout out to the hometown team, BX, whatever. Uh, and um, those shots they took for Jordan. Jordan with the city views. Cold. Damn. Cold. Speaking of cold, right? Like, yo, listen, like, and I, I was I was kind of afraid to say this in, in public, but, you know, it's a, it's a podcast. Everyone's going to listen to it. Might as well say it now. Uh-oh. Is, yo, like, women's shoes, like, women's colorways, they've been getting, like, better colorways than, like, the men lately. Like, Don't even start. I'm de- yo, I'm dead ass, bro. Like, and this is not me pandering or anything like that. But like, there's been like certain kids. Like, I'll go with sneakers. And I'm like, oh, that's a fire color. Or like, I have like an outfit. That I'm like, oh, that oh. Jordan's coming that color. I bet. Let me look for a size 13. And it's like, <laughs> oh, you don't find it. I don't that, see the. How I don't does s- that feel? Do you feel bad about that? Now you know how we feel. <laughs> now you know what it feels like when you're going shopping for shoes or you're looking on yeah. StockX app or go whatever and. You got to look for a size or size and a half down because they only have it in men's mm. or it's not even available in your size. Mm. I wanted the Kobe milk snakes yeah. in 2013. And Kobe was following me on Twitter at the time. Like, that was when he followed a few people. Mm. Shout out Kobe. Now we cool. Educational flex. Yes, educational flex. Educational flex number two. Uh, there's, no, there's nothing to educate you on with this one. It's just Kobe follows Listen, me. If Kobe was, follows you, I'm telling everybody. I'm and, like, yo, Kobe follows And me. it was amazing. <laughs> I'm putting that in my bio. Like, Kobe and, Bryant follows you know, me. And, and, Kobe, and Kobe wanted to send something over. Yeah. Uh, like a, so he sent a, a jersey. And that was really nice. But I really wanted the milk snakes. They didn't have it in my size. Mm. Did you tell Kobe? Like, yo, listen, like you got to make some I, I, I didn't. You should have pulled a Steph Curry. I didn't. No, when they did with the Steph Curry sneakers. That was and great. Like, yeah. Because like, he changed. He switched it up. He called Dex. the brand. He said, Under Armour, listen up. 
this little girl has a point. Mm-hmm. What's good? Mm-hmm. And they made it happen, and it was just a great moment. And they made that happen quick, fast. Like, Steph, like Steph what do you want, Steph? Like, what? <laughs> what you think? Stingers, what, woman's thing? Yes, yes. We'll give you whatever you want, Steph. Yes, sir. Quickly. And like before you even blink, they had all the they had the, she had. Yeah, I think so, they named the colorway after her. Yeah, and which was now which you know was, how I feel. Uh-huh. Listen, uh-huh. I, I never I never knew the um, the strife that you women go to when it comes, <laughs> and especially when you're listen shoe equality for all. Shoe please. Shoe, shoe quality. Shoe quality. Can we, can we, can we coin the term? We're gonna coin <laughs> shoe quality on the Kaz and Vic show. Yes. You know, can, we, like, can, we, can we grab the rights for that one real quick man. before people hit us up? <laughs> for, you know what? It's 2019. There shouldn't be men's and women's shoes anymore, right? Shoe, shoe quality. Fire colorways should just be fire colorways. Listen, if you're making it for the boys. Make it for the girls. For the if girls. you're making it for the girls, make it available yes, for the boys. Yes, Fire kicks for all. Fire right here in the Kaz and Vic show. We're always ex- ex- accepting free free ones. Free oh, pairs. facts, facts. Y'all, y'all know my address. <laughs> hit my, hit my Just bio on Instagram. Just <laughs> at me, bro. I'll, I'll wear all your stuff, goddammit. I'm, I'm for sale. Uh, so, speaking of which. Speaking of which. We got a finals game tonight. Game three, time one one. We were right in our predictions. We did we did say it was gonna split. We we did it. We so did say that. We're not we're not we on all takes that. exposed this week. We're, no, we we made I good think, on I think, that. I think we did well, yeah. And mm-hmm. oh, you know, also I said, unfortunately, I did say that Clay was gonna go off in game two, which he did. He had like twenty five before he got hurt, but unfortunately mm-hmm. he got hurt. Mm-hmm. And that sucks. You know, the Warriors have a bunch of guys hurt yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. It's, it, it looks like a triage over there. It looks like a, you know, a prisoner of war memorial. I don't know what Drake's been like, doing. Is it in the water in Toronto? What you, what, what's Drake, what you been doing? Listen, maybe he's wearing Golden State drawers that we can't see. So, like, the Drake oh, curse probably, man. like, reverses somehow or something. So, I don't know, man. Katie's- I think he anticipated the L in game two, though, at halftime. He switched up because he was wearing that Kevin. Yeah, the Home Alone. The Home like, Alone. The, the Where's Kevin? Kevin! Right. Uh-huh. And then he switched it up to, I think it was an OVO one or something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think he anticipated that L coming. They made sure he had words for him when he left, though. Yeah, they, Kevin, Katie anticipated mm. Drake K- at the K- tunnel. K- Katie was waiting out the tunnel like like an Amazon delivery was coming. He's like, wait, is he here? Is he here? Is he here? And he finally came, and you know they had, you know, Clay had some words for him. Clay said, "You lucky, mm-hmm. didn't Aubrey." Ha- he just say he didn't have, didn't have nothing to say tonight with your bum ass. Bum ass. And Drake was classy with it. Drake was classy. He Drake said, said, "Listen, it's only one game." He said, "You played well." You know, you played well, and Clay let him have it again. He's like, "Yep." The Jewish side came out with the, the politics. Politics. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Jew Drake came out. Yeah, Jew, Jew for all Drake like made a quick appearance. Like, oh, you know, you played, you played good. Yeah. You played great. This is great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so please, next game. So yeah, man, let's let's talk let's talk game three. It's a big game. Back at Oracle, one of the final last games at Oracle. One of the last games in Oracle. The energy man. is gonna be wild. Already. It's gonna be insane in there. There, it's they kind of got a, their backs against the wall as far as like going in there without the home court advantage and split, and they got a lot of hurt people. Katie won't be playing. What's the word on Boogie? Is Boogie gonna play game? Boogie's three? playing, and, Bo- and Boogie, Boogie was he got the game ball for game solid, two. Solid, solid. You he, know, Kuz tweeted this at the beginning of the game, like two minutes in. Oh, he's already Boogie already going crazy. Of course, know? of course. And stuff, stuff played well. Clay played well, but. Boogie Cousins got gets the game even ball when for he's game not a hundred percent, even with injuries. Mm. Just on the offensive boards, bro. Like yeah. he just grabs anything and everything. Like he's eleven he's a, points, he's ten rebounds, whole body. six assists in twenty something minutes. He played great defense of Marcus O. Marcus O had a very important twenty points in the game one. Didn't have nearly as much no, in the second game. No, he didn't game. even have a double digit. Nah, game, no, nah. Yeah. So I mean. 
let's let's talk about it. It's game three. Who you got? What's what's happening? I feel like the Warriors. Clay, Clay said he's game time decision, but Clay also said that I don't see myself not playing mm. game three. Clay's a warrior. He's going to play. Yes. If he can walk, he's going to play. Absolutely. Mm. You know, and I think Draymond played much better in game two than game one mm. already. So you see all those things moving. But yeah, I think I'm going to go with the Warriors and I'll say, bearing any further injuries. <laughs> uh, yeah, like injuries. You never suck, know man. at this point. Yeah, yeah, injuries suck. But you know, you guys got you got guys like Quinn Cook hitting big shots. Mm-hmm. So I'll go Warriors game three, and I'll say Raptors might steal four. Okay, okay. I'm what, going what to. I a lot of people are saying that this is setting the stage for a Steph Curry legendary game takeover. Yep. Like people are saying, like, yo. The ball's going in Steph's hands. Mm-hmm. Steph going to put him up. And he need, he need to score to keep them, you know, give them a puncher's chance. And I don't necessarily agree. You don't? I don't necessarily agree. I think he's going to play well. But I think the person who's going to be the deciding factor in this game is Raymond Green. Like, people forget, like, that Warriors and Cavs series back there where he couldn't stop hitting people in the nuts and he had to, like, really watch a game from across the street at a mm-hmm. baseball stadium. Yeah. That one, that's that, a real thing that really that happened. Mattered. That mattered. We don't mattered. talk about that enough. Like, Draymond Green missed the finals game because he couldn't stop kicking people in the nuts mm-hmm. and he had to watch the game from a stadium across <laughs> the street. That's fucking insane. I Listen, I, I respect <laughs> it. But when he came back, bro, triple-double, 30-plus point. Like, he he had the game of his life. And I feel like when, the back, when his back's against the wall... Draymond Green is a guy who always exceeds expectations, and I think he's going to be the guy. He's definitely the the energy of that team. Mm, right he's now, the heart and soul of the lineup for sure. And also, you know, Steph had mentioned this right after Game Two. Mm. He straight up said, "Listen, the defense they're playing out there on me, like it's kind of crazy, right?" It's so janky. he's he's called a janky. janky. Yeah, quote the right. boxing one is a very COIO type of defense. <laughs> like, let's not yeah. get it twisted. So you know, Iggy making that huge three, that big shot, that was because Steph was just running around trying to get open mm-hmm. and double teams all the time. I said that also. Yeah. Last time, remember, I said Clay will go off because they will double team Steph mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. So let's see, let's see what options they got because. You're right. Everyone, they're gonna send the whole team. Somebody said this. They sent the whole team on Steph. Yeah. Speaking of speaking of that Iggy shot, like that's how valuable Stephen Curry is, bro. Like before that play, he Steph was literally running defense. around in circles, and people don't notice as he's running around in circles, and he finally kick it to Andre Iguodala, and he's wide open. Danny Green wants to go defend him, and he's just so tired from running around guarding Steph, and it's like a forker. He's like, eh, I live with it. Speaking of Danny Green, shout out Danny Green. Danny Green, like looking like. 2014 Spurs Listen, finals. Like, he just comes alive. He's in been the here, he's been here before. Just right. like Igudala, just like Draymond Green. A lot of these guys, like you can't account for finals experience when it's time. And when people who have been there before, like the lights aren't ever too big for him or too bright for him. So Danny Green's gonna show up. Guys like Igudala is gonna show up. Draymond Green, like all those dudes. So, but you know when it mattered, and he was the closest guy to go put a hand up in Igudala's face. He was like. Now we'll live with that. And to their credit, they probably still will live with that. He's a 20% three-point shooter. It's not, you know, he's not, he's not Clay Thompson. He's not Steph Curry. If you're going to let somebody beat you and you lose on that type of shot, then, you know, God bless him. Should be, should be a good one. But, yeah, I'm very excited for the energy. Let's see, let's see what happens. I think, it's, I, think they, I think they split. 
I think. I, I agree with you. I think Game 3 Warriors are going to continue this momentum mm. and then maybe Kawhi goes off. You know, Van Vliet has great energy. I, like, I love that guy. Yeah, Van Vliet reminds me of our guest today, Jared Jack, man. Like, just a guy who makes the right plays, hits Hustle the plays. open shot. He doesn't, he doesn't make plays that help you lose. And that's an important thing for a point guard. Like, some point guards, they do too much, and then, like, they make plays that make you, that cost you games. Mm-hmm. And if you're a guy who can, who can uh, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Who could just uh, steady the ship, right the ship, right. and get you some extra points here and there, like, you'll take those guys all day, every day. You know, talking about, speaking of energy, uh, what do you think uh, is going to be, like, the off-court kind of factor, you mm. know? Because we had Obama's coming in a game, Let too. me tell you something. Let me tell you something. You think Drake pulls up? If I'm home? Drake, <laughs> if I'm Drake, I get my courtside seat, I go to Oracle Arena, mm. and the Kevin Durant New York Knicks jersey. Wow. That's what I do if I'm Drake, yo. If you're going to troll... Troll hard, bro. He like, might not be able to he leave. He ain't got the heart. He ain't got the no, heart to do it. No, he might not be able to leave if he does nah, that. Nah, because him and Katie are boys. Like you got a tattoo of him. Tell on your the body. fans that Oracle don't give Listen, a fuck. Listen, you know, first of all, no one's gonna touch Drake. If I'm Drake, bro, roll up to Oracle with a New York Knicks Kevin Durant customized jersey oh, and really get in their head. That's that's what you do. Okay. That's uh-huh. what you do. What about you? What do you what do you think is gonna happen? Um. I don't know. I'm, I actually love that idea. I just mm. don't know if, if yeah. I don't know he ain't got Drake. the heart for it. I don't know if He's too nice. It, it's a lot. He's a it's nice a guy. <laughs> and you know what? Like G-Eazy and E-40, they don't, you know, it's, I, love, I love them. I like G-Eazy and E-40, but they don't do, they don't, they're not as uh, rambunctious. Listen, I'm going to take you to Flavortown right now because they got Guy Fieri. They do got Guy Fieri. They yo, got Guy Fieri. Yo, listen, listen. If they got some some uh, some barbecue flavored beer battered chicken tenders. Listen, Aisha is not the only <laughs> chef in the house. I will say that. Shout out Aisha Listen, though. If Guy Fieri pulls up in a Drake jersey or something like that, like yo, that's like that's the game within the game, man. If you're gonna troll, don't halfway troll, man. Go all. The I mean, way Warriors in. fans came out, you know, on social media with that video of Drake. Mm. Eating at the Curry's yeah. house, you know? Yeah, with his, like, feet on the couch, yeah. like, very, like... Someone said crisscross applesauce. Like, yo, <laughs> you mad grown saying crisscross applesauce? So you're going to talk all that shit after Aisha cooked for you. I, I can't be scared of anybody who, who eats crisscross applesauce. <laughs> like, there's no way. Like, there's no way you're intimidating when your legs up like this. Yeah, like, come if on, I did, If Aubrey. I did the podcast like this, hold on, let me see if I can't even... I'm not even flexible enough to do this, but no, if I was sitting, man, your jeans too tight. Yeah, your that jeans is true. Like, you know, I have to give him something to look at on this podcast, right? And it's only eye candy here. Um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't. I, I would. I would. Uh, yeah. That was this. a cool moment, though. Obama rolling through. Yeah, that was fire. So, I mean, who who else, who's going to top Obama? Who's more famous? And Adam than? Silver. They they sat there together. I, I think Hov and B show up. I think Hov and B show. Hov, Hov became a billionaire just now. Oh. I, I bet he can Shout afford to some the boss, tickets. Billionaire Hov, do say Palooza. You already know what time it is. Oh, he helped move them cases. So, um, you know, I, I like to I like to believe Duce Palooza pushed him past the billionaire mark. You know, what I mean, I'm not gonna take the only no man. credit, but you're welcome, Jay Z. All right, thanks, boss. <laughs> Appreciate you for that. The only man who lost 92 breaks and survived. Mm. Mm. We still gotta talk about that one. I believe. Uh, 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 uh. I like my rap lives to be believable. Like <laughs> the bathtub lift up, the walls do a three sixty. Got shit that the government got. 
Come on, Jadakus. <laughs> Come on, Jadakus. I like my rap lies to be fucking unbelievable. Let's get on Old Takes Exposed next week. Old what is the bold prediction for this time next week on the Kaz and Vic show? You go first. I don't, because I, mm, I got, th- I'm thinking about this one. Bold prediction? What do you got? Bold prediction? Kawhi goes for 50. Oh, 50 Game piece? four. Game four. Game four. Kawhi goes for 50, ties it up, goes back to the six, wins again, closes down. Or I've, I've said this since the beginning of the show, and I'm sticking to it for until Zaza Pachulia does right by Kawhi Leonard. <laughs> you will not prosper with him in that arena. He will personally close Oracle Arena down himself at game six when he wins his second NBA title in Golden State, in Oakland, shuts the doors down, sends Kevin Durant to New York, and puts a chink in the armor Mm. of the Golden State Warriors dynasty. That's my bold prediction. What you got, Vic? I think... I got a crazy Draymond game three coming up. Crazy Draymond. Crazy we're talking, Draymond. We're talking triple double. We're talking. We're talking defensively. I'm mm. talking. He had a really nice block game too. Yeah, he, he put. I, he, I believe we went this whole episode on Siakam. Yeah, we went this whole episode didn't say a word about Pascal Siakam, and right. that's not by design because because you know he had, had a great, he had a great game one. Mm. Draymond heard the chirping, mm-hmm. the twittering. He said he said he that's not going to happen second game, and guess what? That ain't happened. Usually, when when great players on that level have a bad game. That shit don't happen twice. Of course, in a row. It don't don't if, phase unless them. they're injured, right? Don't phase them. Don't phase them. So yeah, I got something. I just really want a close game. I think so. I, really, I want a really. I think close it's gonna be close. Three. I think it's gonna be close. I think Kawhi. I mean, you got you got Clay who's gonna play, but it's gonna be a little hobbled. You got Iggy. I who, want I want Quinn Cook to have another great shooting game. I like Quinn Cook. He's a dookie. You know what I mean? Shout out to him. But I think the two primary defenders on Kawhi Leonard are are dinged up. And that just opens the door for Kawhi to go nuts in Golden State when they need him to take those shots. So I got a big game for board Kawhi. Man, board man, board man, board man, board <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so enough of that. Now we got a very special guy on, on yeah. episode two of the Kaz and Vic show. Yeah, the big homie Jared Jack is on the line right now. We're about to call him up real quick. And uh, he's got the unique distinction of playing for both the Warriors and the Raptors. So I'm really looking forward to talking to him. Let's get these predictions. Let's do it. Let's go. Yo, Jared, you there? I'm here, man. Hey, what's going on, man? Welcome to the Kaz and Vic show on Slam Online. How you living? I'm good, man. Doing good, man. Recently had a new addition to the family, my son. Congrats. Hey, we like that. We yes, like that. Bla- Happy black daddies out here. I like to hear that. I like to see yeah, that. Man. Baby, <laughs> baby baller. Legacy, man. That's all. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So speaking of the legacy, man, you got a hell of a legacy yourself, bro. Like you have played for so many NBA teams. You've always been a solid contributor to every place you went. And you even played for both of the teams in the NBA Finals right now. So I got to ask all for real. How crazy is that? I haven't even thought about this. Yeah, yeah. Like, I was looking at it. I was like, yo, you really played for the Raptors and the Warriors. So, like, you should have the best insight out of anybody right now. It's it's 1-1. By the time people listen to this, Game 3 is about to start. So I got to get your insight, man. What do you you think of what you saw so far? 
first off, my inside is like, damn, I guess they ain't want me no more. <laughs> <laughs> I could have been in a fight. Could have got you a ring, at least. This is actually the second time this, this shit has happened to me. Uh, Warriors, Raptors, and Warriors, Cavaliers. You know what I mean? Oh, man. Mm. Damn. Nah, it is. So, so how does that work, though? Like, do they, do they send you a ring, like, afterwards, or...? Hey, man, it's cool. If you can't joke on yourself, then what? <laughs> Facts, though. Hey, sometimes it bees like that, bro. You hate to see it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, man. So, uh, it's split 1-1. The Warriors look like they it's like a damn near a triage over there in their locker room. And, uh, you know, the Raptors are going over to Oracle, tied up 1-1. Kawhi's banged up. Clay's banged up. Katie's out. They need you out there, Jay. I feel like, I feel like you could go give them a good 20 right now. My phone work, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh, I mean, but, you know, it, it's been an interesting series so far. Um, you know, I, I, I still thought game two was a must win for Toronto just to make the series interesting, to have it even, and you still got two games to go over Oracle, man. That's, 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 that's a tough situation to go into, but Toronto's been playing good all year. I mean, the one thing that they do well, extremely, that I think is, oh, look, they really, really defend. Mm -hmm. And that really... That really takes the place of some some nights when they don't score the ball as well. So uh, I know a lot of people look at their games when they're in the 90s or when uh, Kawhi is the only guy kind of doing the bulk of the scoring, but they combat that with you know being a, a, a highly highly efficient defensive team. So if they can come out and do that, and hopefully they can hope maybe Steph or Clay has one of those off nights, then maybe they can steal one. Now, you talk about low-scoring games and Kawhi getting all the buckets, and you see a guy like Fred Van Vliet, who kind of reminds me of your your game, if you kind of look at it that way. Like, what about, like, the others on the Raptors and the others on the Warriors? Like, as it goes into a tie series right now, which one of the others do you think are going to be the one that makes a difference in the series? Man, um, I mean, the one other that I've been looking for to kind of uh, – he had, he had an excellent game one. Uh, but game two, he kind of disappeared on me, man. A guy who's been a max guy, he's been an all-star guy. Mark Gasol, from Toronto's standpoint. Mm. Um, looking for him to just get more involved, you know what I'm saying? I don't know how long they'll lock and play because Golden State obviously goes to these uh, much smaller lineups. Um, it's tough for him to be on the court at times, but when he's on there, man, he's the guy that uh, initiates a lot of their offense. He's one of their better passers, and you know, he could be a really low, really great low post presence for them. So on that side, I think for him, uh, with the Warriors, um, you know, I'm going with my man who kind of went on a run a little bit game two, man. Quinn Cook, man. He came in, mm -hmm. hit three threes, uh, really kind of kept that run going from when the Warriors came in and went crazy in the third quarter. Uh, I think he's a young guy who's not afraid of the moment, but also can manufacture some baskets at times. So, yeah, at those two. Jay, you know, talking about what Quinn has done in game two just now going off, like you said, with a few really big threes, that's a guy, you know, I just read what he said about you. That's a guy, he met you at eight years old. You were at Georgia Tech at the time. Uh, what is your relationship like? Uh, you know, he, he sees you as a mentor. He sees you as a legend and someone that he kind of molds his game, um, you know, from what, from everything that you've done over your career, so talk a little bit about that. Yeah, we actually we we from we from the same hood, um, and crazy enough, that time we met, like I I didn't I don't really remember that I don't really recall it, but um, we come from a place where we have a very very tight knit basketball community. So when he started kind of 
making a name for itself as far as high school went. I think my brother bumped into, into somebody that knew him, and uh, you know he spoke highly of me to my brother. And my brother put us on the phone. We connected, and from then on, you know, I watched him closely from high school to uh, when he went to Duke, winning the national championship, and then. You know, going through the tough times of him having to bounce around the G League, bounce around from 10-day to 10-day NBA teams, not really getting a chance, only to find himself now on a team uh, about to be, you know, possibly playing for his second championship ring. And I, I, I love the way he carries himself. I love the way he goes about the business. Um, He's stepping up. He got big. He, he got he got big nuts to go out there and shoot the shot. Yes, sir. With, yep. <laughs> with, the, with the type of people on his team, I mean, I've, I've been on teams with guys they freeze up in those moments. Big name guys, you know what I'm saying? Who would they would flinch or they might pump fake or they might be like, uh, I don't want it passing somebody else. And for him to be such a young guy to step up and, and knock those shots down, man, I just think it says a lot about him. You know, talking about those those big moments, I remember when you were on the Nets, you know, I'm a New York girl. I went to a lot of those games, and I remember your game winners. You had a crazy one against the Warriors, a, another great one against the Clippers. What are those moments like for you? What? How do you thrive off of that? Well, I wanted to hit the one against the Warriors because Draymond always talking shit. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, surprise, Dray. surprise, surprise, surprise. Draymond talking shit. I never heard that and, one before. And, that, and that's my and that's my boy. That's one of my one of my very very good friends. Yeah. Competitively, we're always at each other's neck. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he was my he was my rookie that I took under my wing when when I was on Golden State. And um, you know, just just for just for the the the, the all season talk. Um. And of course, that was, that was my old team. Obviously, it was a lot of energy in the building that night. So, and they put the ball in my hands. They trusted me not only in that instance, but I guess uh, in the Clippers situation too. And uh, you know, it's a great feeling having that that moment and then being able to take and make the shot at the same time. Now, you talked earlier about uh, you know some people freezing up in the moment and. Quinn Cook kind of being like a mentor and stuff like that. And everybody hears like the story about star players and those, you know, journeys. But a lot of people don't really hear the stories about people like yourself who, you know, sometimes you're not the star player, but you're just as important because you're a veteran, you're a point guard, you're a coach on the floor, you got to mentor these young guys and stuff like that. Like, talk a little bit about how, you know, that journey has been like, especially playing for as many teams as you played for because, you know, some people can have that role and just kind of fizzle out and go into the G League or, or be out the league. But you've always found yourself in a great situation when healthy. Like, you've always been, like, the consummate backup point guard that coach can count on. So what type of mindset do you go that you go into every season knowing that's probably going to be your role? Yeah, well, let me let me go ahead and talk my shit for a little minute. Every, every team I've been on, I've, I've some way, some, somehow manufactured my way of being the starting point guard at some point. Facts. Uh, be it the, the year I got there or the, or the year after or in the middle. So, you know, just trying to find ways to be effective, but always still trying to find, still trying to come in there and compete. And you don't want to look at it as a situation where you're trying to necessarily compete with your teammate, but you want to come out there and play the best basketball possible and hoping that it lands you in an opportunity for you to go out there and, you know, create more minutes for yourself, create more minutes for the team, be a positive influence that when you get out there, it's, it's undeniable why you're getting these extended opportunities or these extended minutes. And, you know, really uh, trying to be a sponge and understand and learn the NBA game, learn what's expected from you as a player, but also uh, what the coach and everybody else involved expects from you guys as a collective. You know what I'm saying? And 
for whatever reason, you know, I've always been looked at as a leader um, on every team I played on. That goes from boys' club on, you know, through through the professional ranks. And, you know, that was kind of my job, man, get everybody right, get everybody focused and ready to play. But I can't do that if I'm not out there focused and not ready to play. So before I look at anybody, I always make sure to look at myself before I can, you know, send shots anywhere. I got to make sure I'm I'm right, I'm in tip-top shape, and, you know, we kind of just take it from there. Jay, you know, I also wanted to ask you, going back to playing in New York and what that experience is like, you know, fans, Nets, Knicks. The Knicks, obviously, the fandom is crazy. I'm a, I'm a diehard Knicks fan. He's, I'm a diehard Knicks, Knicks guy. fan, he's so I need guy. to know. Go ahead, Vic. Go ahead, Vic. Yeah, no, I just, wanted, I just wanted to get your take on, you know, these big names always being talked about coming here to New York and the media and, you know, all these stories around it. What is that like? And... What kind of mindset does an NBA player, NBA star, elite player like KD, like Kyrie, these names that are being thrown out there, what kind of mindset you got to have to kind of put all of that aside and just play the game? All right, well, I'm going to start right here, and I'm going to be honest with you all all the way. My biggest regret of my career so far is my time with the Knicks. Damn. Ah, You're killing me, Jay. You're killing me. Why why is that? Hold on, hold on, hold on. It's not about playing for the franchise. It's not about being in New York. It's not about us not uh, doing as well or whatever. I wasn't all the way healthy when I was there. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks, the Knicks is one franchise that I always envisioned, dreamed of playing in one day. That's why, and to be honest, that's why I used to come to the Garden all the time, and I used to make it a point to bust the Knicks' ass. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> and I remember you doing that too, man. God damn, there was a lot of seasons. Those those good mellow years when I thought we had some, you was always the thorn in our side. I remember that. <laughs> I'm like, man, hopefully these one of these games will get somebody's attention, and one day, one day, God willing, I you know, I have to be blessed to call Madison Square Garden my home gym for 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 a time. You know what I mean? And to get there, and then to not go out there and be able to be your total self as a player. Man, they used to eat at me every day. You know, I came off a, a knee injury as to where it, it hadn't all the way healed up for me to be my usual self. And, man, I struggled with that, like, mightily. Like, game after game, I'd be at home, like, up till 4 in the morning, pissed off. Just like it, just like I had the same attitude that all the Knicks fans had. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I wanted to win so bad uh, by any means. But to answer your question with all these other guys coming, um... I think they just got to understand what it is, what the demand is. You know, when you put on that uniform, when you come and play in New York, period, whether it's uh, football, baseball, any of it, you know what I'm saying? They have a uh, requirement of, of what, they want their, what they want their sports franchises to be. Because we'll let, we'll let you know about it, too. You won't, it won't be comfortable for you in the city if, you, if, you, if you're staking it up for us. Yeah, and you can't take it personal. My one thing, my biggest thing, I remember we were playing somewhere – and, like, the team, like, I think we were getting booed for us for a second. And then in the second half, they cheered for us. And they were like, see, man, flip-flopping ass fans. And they wanted to do this. I said, bro, if you did something that was whack, somebody should boo you. <laughs> you know, it's just, um, like, it's, it's almost, like, sports is almost like a, uh, I, I, the analogy I use is almost like a comedian. If you get on stage and you tell some whack-ass, corny-ass jokes, somebody, somebody probably going to boo you. They probably gonna be like, yo, get off the stage. They probably gonna heckle you a little bit. But if you come back in the next ten minutes with some funny jokes, 
everybody gonna laugh. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's kind of how fragile uh, a sports crowd is mm-hmm. for for whatever the, for whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? It's and, a meritocracy. It's a it's a performance based gig. If you do good, we'll treat you good. Exactly. It's it's no it's no uh, in 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 the in the midst. I mean, when we're talking about the majority, obviously they are the diehards that. You know, ride with you regardless of what's going on. You got your Billy Crystals who can ride up the Clippers <laughs> forever, mm-hmm. basically for no reason. <laughs> um, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. Stuff like that. But you know, as, as from a majority standpoint, that's just where it comes from. Is and if you're going to be sensitive, and if it, that's going to get under your skin, you know, this probably not going to be the place for you, man. You won't find yourself in more arguments than than you probably could count. But if you could stomach that and understand what it is. And really take ownership of when you aren't playing bad. Yeah, I probably should get food. I'm playing like shit. You know what I'm saying? But then also, when I give them something to cheer about, also be able to look at them and be like, yeah, I need y'all to get y'all ass up and make some noise to here. Like, we, we out here putting it on the line for everybody. Absolutely. Speaking of getting your ass up and making some noise, you played in Toronto. Tonight, the NBA Finals goes back to Golden State. You've played for these two really intense franchises and you know the games don't get any bigger than the game through when the when the series is split so in your humble opinion whose home court advantage probably means more the golden state warriors or the toronto raptors yeah it's a tough one who's louder drake or the warriors they both have really amazing crowd yeah um to be honest I, i really think it's golden state Wow. I've never been in a building uh, as loud as that. You know, like the building was so loud in the playoffs one time, another coach thought that we were like funneling noise into the arena. <laughs> like, like pumped. And was dead serious, called the league and everything. Thought yeah. that we were like. Oh, you can, say, you can say which coach it was. We won't tell nobody. Nah, 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 because he's my man. I wouldn't do <laughs> Okay. Yeah, would okay. You know, I had to tell him, I'm like, nah, man, it's really like that. Like, not just because it's the playoffs. Like, it'd be like on just a winning day and we playing whoever. Like, they really be in here. And that was surprising to me when I got there because in the midst of while we were playing, the team had only been to the playoffs once in, like, the last 15 years. Mm. So I'm like, I'm sitting here like, yo, what are all y'all? Why is this even sold out? Like, nobody's <laughs> even, you know what I mean? Like, if it was empty, I wouldn't look at the people crazy. Yeah. Well, you got you got there, like, right before, right like right as the dynasty was just about to kick off. So you kind of saw, like, right before it started. No, and, like, I hold on, hold on. Don't do that to me. I helped. We, I was the foundation of that. He was this, there. This facts. This he was facts. there. My fault, Jared. You got me on that one. Okay, <laughs> I was there the first year we went to the playoffs. Facts. Okay, okay. I remember that season. Uh-huh. Yeah, don't sell, don't sell me short. <laughs> I sell you short. I was getting there, you know what I'm saying? I was like five seconds away. I was right there. I was right there. Yeah, I, I was there. Actually, uh, it, was, it was Steph's first time in the playoffs. Um, David Lee's first time in the playoffs. Um, David Lee made an all-star game that year for us. Coach Jackson, who for some reason they won't ever let coach an NBA game ever again for whatever reason. Why? Let's talk about that for a little bit. Like why, you know, Mark Jackson coached you. And uh, you know, as a fellow point guard, like you would, you, I feel like you would know better than anybody who makes a great head coach. Why is it that he hasn't been? And he was the foundation. Of and that, he's he's for, another for foundation exactly. of that Warriors dynasty. Like, why is that nobody else has given him a call to to be a head coach of a team? Um, to be honest, man, I really, really don't know. And that's the question I would love to have answered from an honest place. Um, 
clearly there were some things that had to have happened uh, behind some doors that you know we ain't privy to. Some some stuff, conversations, mm-hmm. conflicts, whatever that had to go on. And from that, it had to be spread to a number of other teams because for the these coaches that are now getting opportunities uh, in front of somebody that. You know, if you're going to judge anybody, you judge them off their body of work. You know what I mean? I feel like for him, his body of work stands up mightily to a lot of these dudes that are now getting jobs in front of him, which doesn't make so much sense. So obviously, like I said, there had to be some other variables involved that, you know, are kind of keeping him out the way. You know, he, he did everything. He came into a team that, that wasn't doing that good. He turned that around. He, he went and did what, what everybody does when, when shit is on the rocks. He went and got Rich Paul, LeBron's agent. He got him to represent him. I mean, I don't know what else he can do. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? He's, comment, he's commentating games uh, at, at a great level. I think him and Jeff Van Gundy are two of the best doing it right now. I and mean, why he won't get a shot as far as, you know, getting the opportunity to be on the sideline is beyond me. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, he, he, you just never know what happens. Yeah, behind. It's really it is sad. It is sad, man. And I'm a Knicks guy. Like, before Fisdale came through, I was like, yo, what, what happened to once a Nick, always a Nick? At least give Mark Jackson the call. Listen, Laker fans, too. You know, I'm a Laker fan, and Laker Twitter is always buzzing about who's going to coach us. And after Luke, before Luke, I feel like everyone always throws in Mark's name in there. And it hasn't, it hasn't happened. Too. Yeah, exactly. So, hey, live out there. Yeah, so um, you know, let, let's 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 put it on the table, man. I mean, who you got taking it right now? I mean, you know, Katie's. Pause. I want to know how many games you got. I want a long series. Yeah. I don't know about you, Jay, but tell us what you think. Six, seven games. How, how far is it going? Uh, you know, I mean, I think we all want a long, entertaining series. I think that I think. You know, it, it makes for good talk. It makes for good good business for the league. Um. To be honest, man, I, I see I see this thing going five games. Five games? Five. So wow. you, th- you think you think because it's maybe six because it, it, it's tough to beat any team three games in a row. So who's taking? Who, if, if, now we can we can we can say what you said. Five. It's he going five. He's gonna say Warriors. I so who's who's winning the next four games? Who's giving them the gentleman sweep? Oh, I, I thought I thought it was obvious. Well. The Warriors, man. <laughs> he got the Warriors. No. I'm going with G State, man, but don't don't get me wrong. I, I don't think it'll be uh, as much as a landslide as people may think. When you say five games, a lot of people say, "Oh, he beat them in five. They they dominated the series." Like last game, man, the, the Warriors without that incredible third quarter, mm. they're down two mm-hmm. They're down two They had to fight, claw, scratch uh, to get that game, and I imagine the rest of them are going to be that way. I probably see one of the games maybe in Golden State getting out of hand, but for the most part, I think Toronto is going to make them fight for every every inch of this title. Thank you for that because, you know, after game two, Paul Pierce said, let's talk about Paul for a second. Oh, God. Paul Pierce. Well, I was always on top of some Paul Pierce out, slander. <laughs> Jay, Paul Pierce came out and said Toronto didn't want this game. They didn't want it enough. And, you know, I don't agree with that. I feel like they fought hard. Like we said, Van Vliet had some great hustle plays. They're, these guys are out here. It didn't happen on the offensive side. They, they were great offensively. They were very efficient in game one. It didn't happen for game two. But I don't think this is going to be easy. No, I don't think it'll, it'll be easy either. And then uh, yeah, I don't know what's going on, but 
Golden State seems to be dropping like flies. They just got news that uh, Looney is out for the, right. for the rest of the finals. Mm. Uh, you don't you don't know what's going on with Clay. They just said KD is out for Game Three. So you're playing very very short-handed. I, I don't know uh, how well Iggy is recovering from whatever he did in Game Game. Steph is a little game. sick too. They said. Um, yeah, it's just it's it's a lot of people that's gonna have to fill in fill in some spots for them. Uh, I imagine they're going to have to play Jordan Bell, the, the McKinney kids going to have to step in, Jarebko maybe. And, you know, these are people that got to step up and they got to step in and play at a high level. Well, last last thing I want to ask you. I know you had a knee injury towards the end of your, your run. I want to know how that recovery is going. Um, are, are we going to see – are you are you going to give it another shot next season? Are we going to give you another run? How's that How's that going along for you? Jay, Jay I saw you – I'm going to say this one little thing. I saw you um, a summer ago, I think, at Lifetime at Sky. You walked in, and you were wearing flip-flops, and you were saying – you were just shooting. I just remember. I was there with Chris Brickley, and um, you, you're still – you were still, you know, doing it out here. So, so what is that process like for you? Tell us. Um – well, hold on. I'm going to get to his question first, and I got yours on the back end. Hey. Okay. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm, I'm going through the rehab right now. Uh, I feel great. And, you know, my mind is just telling me, man, however you feel when, all, when the rehab process is done, uh, that's what you're going to go for. You know, if, if, if I decide to, you know, go the other way as far as pursuing another career, which everybody thinks I'm a coach for whatever reason, um, then, then I may do that. If, if I still want to play, then, you know, I'm going to definitely jump out there and give it a shot, but only if I can be 100% myself. Um, and to your question, uh, the, the process is tough, man. It, it, it drains you uh, sometimes mentally, um, especially not being able to, to do something that, at least I can speak for me personally, it checks off so many boxes for me to kind of keep my balance. You know, basketball was, was something that, when something was bothering me, I would go through it. Um, something I just really just enjoyed by myself, I would go through it. Like, it was just such more of a stress reliever for me that, you know, not having it now, it can kind of put you in, uh, you know, funks at times. You know, you know what I'm saying? Kind of not being – it's almost like your best friend, not being able to kick it or talk to your best friend. Like, if your best friend got locked up mm. and, and you can't talk to him, you don't get to see him, Say he'll be out in nine, ten months. But that's your right-hand man, you know what I'm saying? That's really all you got at, at some moment. And to not have that person, uh, be it conversations or just moments or just just get to see him, period, like that would be draining on a lot of people if you really think about it. That's the way most of us kind of look at basketball. Right. Well, damn, man. Well, Jared, we hope to see you back on the court again. And if not, you, you know, if you want to patrol the sidelines, I'm sure – it won't be long until somebody gives you a ring to, to, to go coach a great team. But we appreciate you having here on the Kaz and Vic show on Slam. And uh, we hope to see you soon, brother. Thank you, Jay. Man, I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me, man. Yes, sir. Take it easy. All right, for sure. Yo, that was that was amazing. I think <laughs> we was, need I think we need more Jared Jack and all. You that. see, that's the type of energy I want for every guest. Like for every NBA player who's like watching this, like yo, I want to be on that show. Be more like Jared Jack, bro. Like great insight, yeah, great stories. Don't give me a little Mad cookie real. cutter interview answer. Like it's a conversation. So shout out to Jared Jack. Let's wrap it up. But before we go, we got a few things 
we're our slam after all. Yeah, let's pay some bills, man. Shout out to Slam. Shout out to the Go Basketball Media Company. Uh, hit up shop that slamonline.com and get all the Fire Slam goods. I got a bunch of dope Slam hoodies. I just got the Iverson tee that they're bringing back today, and everyone always asks me about that. And the yeah. hoodies, they still got the hoodies up. The hoodies are fire, but they got cover tees as well. They got newest issues, and they got the trilogy, which is a 290-page magazine about the entire I line got it right of here. Air Jordan. I got, I got it right here. Right here. Here. You, hear, you hear those, pa- those pages flapping? I know Woo. you do. It includes everything you ever need to know about the Air Jordans, including profiles, interviews, essays, never before seen photos, and more. It really is a must have if you're a What's sneaker. What's the code? Head. We got the code? Yo, if you want 15% off everything, oh off shit, the, Slam the, plug, shop, the plug, the plug, the plug. Use promo code SLAMPOD. You would get 15% off any order, but limited quantities remain, so cop while you can. I know it's going to fly off fast because I'm about to rock it on TV and everybody's going to see it. I'm like, yo, I want to get that. Um, so make sure you hit up shop.slamonline.com. Get all the slam pod. Slam pod is the code. Promo code slam pod. Okay, I need you yes. to promote my shit. Oh, my man. Yeah. Can Listen. I say how much? How much? Listen, for man, me? I'm mid roll poppy, man. I do this. This is light work. <laughs> and we out.